Hello, America. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the United States. It's an open line Friday, 877-973-7425 if you want to be on the program. Hey, y'all. So, by the way, thanks to all of you who gave me recommendations for Lake Oconee and where to eat. The Silver Moon sounds like it'll be it for tonight. I, you know, I was going to get a... So there's this Ritz-Carlton uh, that is on Lake Oconee, Georgia. It's a very nice resort. A lot of great golf courses over there. And I thought, you know what? I, I could. I hadn't seen my friend uh, Drew in, in... Well, we haven't actually seen each other in person. We we met on Instagram. We've been friends for a while. We've chatted on the phone and stuff. And we're going to get to... It's like, I can get a room at the Ritz-Carlton and just stay the night so I can stay up late visiting um, and not have to worry about driving home. The deer are everywhere at this time of year. There's not a hotel room. It's completely sold out, which is rare for that place. Uh, and then I started looking everywhere is sold out. Like all of the hotels are sold. It's like, what about Airbnb? They're all, they're all gone. It's like what on earth? What? I mean, this is in the middle of nowhereville, Georgia, just so you understand Lake Oconee is gorgeous, but it's in the middle of nowhere, except I finally realized it's an hour from Athens, Georgia. University of Georgia Ole Miss game. That's why there are no hotel rooms anywhere to be found or Airbnbs for that matter. My goodness gracious. So I will be on my best behavior and drive home tonight after hanging out with my buddy Drew. Uh, he's going hunting at 5 a.m. in the morning anyway. So Charlie, by the, the for the, that matter, is out hunting today. Charlie is in the woods in a deer stand. I got a text message from him saying, hey, I'm going to the deer stand. No cell service. Talk to you Monday. All right. My redneck call producer. Got to go kill something. <laughs> All right, before I get to phone calls, we need to talk about the Senate for 2024 because... The Republicans are mildly encouraged now. Joe Manchin has decided uh, he will not run for re-election in 2024. And that is going to give the GOP a, an easy pickup. So right now, uh, in the elections for the, the 2024, you're going to have um, big swing states. You will have Montana. You'll have Arizona. You'll have Nevada again. You'll have Wisconsin. You'll have Michigan. You'll have Ohio. You'll have Pennsylvania. You'll have West Virginia. Uh, and then you got you, you got some open states as well. But by and large, you've got states that are that lean towards the GOP and can give the GOP an advantage. So how does this shape up? Let, let me just give you the list for the Senate. Just so you understand, you got Arizona, Florida, Maine, Michigan, Montana, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Texas, Virginia, uh, Wisconsin, and West Virginia will be the big states. And those states are the wobbly ones. On top of that, you've got uh, the open seat in California, you got Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Indiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Minnesota, Missouri, Mississippi, North Dakota, Nebraska, two in Nebraska because Pete Ricketts has a special election there, uh, New Mexico, New York, Rhode Island, Tennessee, Utah, Vermont, Washington, Wyoming. We can ignore those. 
we could ignore those because those seats you're going to have a lock. They're like no no Democrat is going to win Utah, even though it's an open seat. No Republican is going to win Maryland, even though it's an open seat. No Republican is going to win Delaware, though it'll be an open seat. Tom Carper retiring. A California open seat for 2024. No Republican's going to win it. Of these others, however, of these others, you do have some states that give the GOP hope. Now, here's what you need to understand as well. Uh, In the current United States Senate, there are 51 Democrats and Democrat-leading independents. There are 49 Republicans. The 118th Congress, 51-49, control of the Senate. It makes it difficult for the Democrats because Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema have been largely independent. With Joe Manchin retiring, that's an automatic pickup for the GOP. So automatically next year, it'll be 50 Republicans guaranteed, barring disaster. If the Republicans win the White House, that means they control the Senate. But what of the other seats? Well, you got Arizona and Montana and Ohio. Uh, John Tester in Montana should be an easy pickoff for the GOP, except Montana has a history of being Republican at the local level and Democrat at the federal level. Remember, uh, Greg Gianforte, the governor, was on with me uh, two days ago. He's the first Republican governor of uh, Montana since 2005. And you've got John Tester has been there for a while. Uh, The Republicans poured everything they could with Donald Trump on the ballot, and and he, Tester, won. And he won in large part because uh, Donald Trump was a motivating factor for the liberals in Missoula to turn out. And it was a very close race, but Tester won. Tester is a prime target for the GOP, and they have a fantastic candidate, Tim Chi. He was was in the military. He's got a great bio, and he could win. Uh, the, The remarkable thing here is in West Virginia, Say what you will about Mitch McConnell, and I've said much. Mitch McConnell did everything possible to recruit the governor of Pennsylvania into that race, and it worked. And that was enough for Joe Manchin. Every single poll that has come out of West Virginia has showed Joe Manchin losing to the incumbent Republican governor. The bridge too far for Joe Manchin, ironically, was the Inflation Reduction Act. Joe Manchin committed to get it passed. He thought it would help him with the Democrats, except the Democrats then used it as the Green New Deal vehicle, and that has cost Joe Manchin his election. Joe Manchin and Mitt Romney are being recruited to run as a ticket, as a third-party ticket for no labels. I don't know that they will. But if the election for the United States Senate were held today, Republicans would get 50 seats because they would win West Virginia. That leaves three really leaning seats. Uh, Arizona with Kristen Sinema. Montana with John Tester. Ohio with Sherrod Brown. Sherrod Brown, Democrats are looking at this abortion referendum on the Constitution in Ohio and thinking that helps them next year. That's not true. Republican J.D. Vance won in a uh, hard year for the GOP in 2022. Mike DeWine, the governor there, is really popular. He'll be helping. 
Republicans have some good recruits that they're looking for for that uh, race, including the the owner of the Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians. Republicans could easily win Ohio. That guarantees them whether they win the presidency or not, they're going to win the Senate. Then there is Pennsylvania. Uh, Dave McCormick is running in Pennsylvania this time. He lost to Dr. Oz by a tenth of a point in the Republican primary in 2022. Oz went on to lose to Fetterman. 2024, there will be a presidential machine that helps, but that actually gives the Democrats the advantage in Pennsylvania. But Bob Casey Jr. is not that popular. It is, it's possible for Dave McCormick to beat uh, Casey. It is. Now, that one's less likely, but McCormick has a lot of money, and he's got a good ground game operation already built up there. He would have won that primary, but for Trump's endorsement, he was, Trump was pushed by Sean Hannity and Melania Trump to endorse Dr. Oz, and he did. And at the, that early election, McCormick won, but same-day voters went for Oz barely, and Oz won. In Arizona, never underestimate the power of Kerry Lake and the Republicans to screw it up. Carrie Lake is running in Arizona for the Senate, and if she is the Republican nominee, uh, that probably ensures the Democrats win. Carrie Lake lost the Republican nom- or lost the gubernatorial race and has won as a sore loser ever since. She's the Stacey Abrams of Arizona, a trans winner. She identifies as a winner even though she's a loser. And I don't put much stock in her winning the Arizona Senate race. So that really gives us Montana and Ohio. And if the Republicans win Montana and Ohio, they've picked up two additional seats beyond West Virginia, and they'll have a 52-seat majority in the Senate. That is a good one. It's actually what we need um, to be able to take the Senate. Now, how does this play out otherwise? If the GOP gets 50-50 and the vice president uh, becomes a Republican, then the GOP holds the Senate with 50 seats. Never underestimate the ability of the Republicans to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, so it may just be a 50-seat Republican majority in the Senate. But I do suspect of, of uh, if they reject Kerry Lake, and I, I don't actually believe the Republicans will reject Kerry Lake. I think the Republicans in Arizona have become suicidal they want to destroy their own party inside out, so they will pick Kerry Lake, and so they'll lose Arizona. But of Ohio and Montana, the Republicans in both of those states tend to have it together. And I suspect the Republicans of Ohio and Montana both could go to the GOP because Biden is so unpopular. And the Ohio GOP does have it together. Yes, they lost the abortion amendment, but now the Democrats can't fuel outrage over abortion. In Ohio, the Democrats will not be able to scare the people of Ohio on abortion because it's now in their constitution. So they've taken that off the table now, and that actually hurts Sherrod Brown for next year. And then in Montana, the state has moved more and more Republican. One of the agitating factors that's moved that state to the GOP is all the California transplants coming in. It's made the native Montanans more Republican. And that helps too. Between the two of them, I think the GOP can get Ohio and can get Montana even as they lose Arizona. Now, the other one is the question of Nevada. The GOP came close in Nevada, and you got Jackie Rosen running in Nevada. And if the GOP fields the right candidate, remember Joe Lombardo won the governor's mansion there. 
It is possible, Jackie Rosen's in her first term, it is possible the GOP picks up Nevada if they get the right candidate. There's also Michigan. It's going to be an open seat. Michigan went solidly to the Democrats in 2022. For the first time in 40 years, Democrats control everything. Michigan could swing back. They could correct. Trump and the Trump machine were actually a factor in Michigan. The the independent voters and 13% of the Republicans were so tired of the stolen election nonsense, they just voted Democrat out of spite. Uh, that might have taught them a lesson now, and they may be willing to come back and say, okay, uh, we, 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 we've had enough of this. We need a Republican. That could actually help the GOP. they got a good candidate in Michigan running. So they might that might be a pickup. Bob Casey in Pennsylvania, it's going to be tough, but the GOP could do that. When Casey's got name recognition, his dad had been a popular governor there. But they're going to get... West Virginia. Maybe they'll get Tammy Baldwin in, in Wisconsin. I doubt it, but maybe they will. Who knows? Maybe Glenn Youngkin will run against Tim Kaine and, and, and win that one in Virginia. I doubt it, but it's possible. Now, never underestimate the Republicans to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Ted Cruz and Rick Scott in Florida and Texas, I expect they're going to win, but they'll be resource-intensive races. But here's the problem. You add into all that the Trump factor. If Donald Trump is the Republican nominee because of his legal bills, and this is only because of legal bills, I'm making this point, the Republican National Committee and donors will have to offset all the money that's gone to the lawyers and spend a lot of their money on Trump. That will cost them opportunity in the Senate because every dollar that goes to Trump doesn't go to build up these individuals. And that's part of the problem here is uh, Trump as the nominee increases the cost to win the Senate outright without a uh, vice presidential seat because all the money is going to go to help him. It's not going to go help these other people. So in Montana and Pennsylvania and Ohio and Arizona and Michigan and the like, there will be some overlap with the ground game, but not a lot. These individual candidates also need their own individual identity to be able to run well. And they won't have the money if Trump's the nominee because all the money goes to him because all his current money has gone to the legal bills. And that's something the GOP has to think about moving forward. But at the same time, if the election were held today, the Republicans would win West Virginia. That would give them 50 seats in the Senate. You need a Republican vice president to break the tie, but it's possible for 2024. Guys, if you're a small, mid-sized business, you're struggling with HR issues, you have employees not showing up, or you got to do a termination, you need onboarding of employees, maybe there's a sexual harassment complaint. You want an HR manager. You don't want to be the bad guy with your employees. Bambi can play the role of HR for you. $99 a month, available by phone, email, real-time chat. They do onboardings, terminations. They help your team members get to peak performance. And your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations, regardless of which state. They're great. Now, they're U.S.-based. They you got somebody to talk to who's dedicated to your team they give you access to HR expertise, and they add personal touches. So even though they're outsourced by your company, they really feel like they're a part of your team. That matters. Go to Bambi.com right now. Type in Eric Erickson under podcast. When you sign up, it'll help my show. Bambi.com, B-A-M-B-E-E.com, Bambi.com, Eric Erickson in the podcast tab. Don't forget, if you text the word recipe, singular recipe, to 33777, I've put out the holiday recipes. And now I, I, I got to tell you guys who are listening to this, I 
some of these recipes that, that I've done, it, they're on like ancient note cards and they don't even have ingredients or measurements. So my assistant and I had to, had to go through and like add reasonably, okay, I tipped add a teaspoon of this. I had a half teaspoon of that just to, so I'm, we've, we've gone through, she proofread a second pair of eyes. I tried to get them the best I possibly can. Um, so that everybody can, can have a, enjoy them, how to do my turkey, how to make turkey gumbo, how to, the gravy is the one that you want. I get messages around, from around the world every year during the holidays about my gravy recipe. It is the easiest gravy recipe on planet earth. So long as you spend 20 minutes with the onions, getting them right. And you'll say, I don't like the onions. Well, I don't either, but you, you, you do the onions, the recipe, it comes out perfect. Uh, it is the gravy, like I am charged every year at Thanksgiving and Christmas with making the gravy because uh, it just turns out perfect if you use my recipe. Um, I'm actually very proud of my gravy recipe, and everybody who uses it loves it. It becomes their family staple. All you have to do is text the word recipe, singular, to 33777. Uh, click through um, the link I send back. You'll see the holiday recipes. I made it a PDF so you can download it, print off the recipes you want. I do need to shamelessly plug here the show podcast as well. If you'll text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777, I've been told I need to boost my subscribers. So if you'll subscribe to the podcast, I would appreciate it. Now let's move on. I want to take your calls when we come back. First, I need to tell you about stamps.com. If you go to stamps.com, you can save. Now, listen, this is catered towards businesses, but I've used it as an individual. When I was a lawyer, I just, I loved using stamps.com because I got tired of having to stand in line, particularly at the holiday season. My gosh, you go to the post office or UPS, you stand in line forever with someone who's got a pile of packages. With stamps.com, you can print off your labels. They even give you a free digital scale to weigh everything immediately. And then you schedule pickup at your home or office. So they come to you. You don't have to stand in line got a lot of packages to ship, you really should consider it. Uh, you get uh, up to 84% off post office and UPS rates. You can find the sh- fastest options. You can find the cheapest shipping options. Now, for 25 years, they've been doing this. Over a million businesses use stamps.com. You can use it day or night. All you need is a is a computer and a printer. You they got a great mobile device app, too. Uh, go to stamps.com. You put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K. You click on the microphone. You put in Eric. You get a four-week trial, free postage, a free digital scale. You don't have a long-term commitment. You don't have a contract to sign. You can skip the lines. You go to stamps.com. You click the microphone. You put in Eric. You start saving, start shipping, and get out of those lines today. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. It is an open line Friday. Let's go to Stacy who's been waiting very patiently. Welcome, Stacy. How are you? Hey, Eric. Um, you've spoken about the power of indoctrination through our government schools. I wanted to get your thoughts on how to undoctrinate our children should they, you know, our, our kids enter young adulthood. They have this natural rebellion against everything their parents have taught them or poured into them. They get influenced by teachers and those on college campuses. Let's say, God forbid, your daughter goes off to college. She becomes indoctrinated by a progressive cause such as climate change, gender ideology. Hamas uh, is now the good guy. How would you go about undoctrinating her? I mean, they probably won't react well to parents saying, 
you're wrong on this. You've been indoctrinated. They'll probably reply yeah. back. I'm, I'm too smart to be indoctrinated. Can you talk about <laughs> the power of indoctrination and yes. how you would uh, okay. Um, I, so it, it's it's easier to make sure they don't. Well, I'll get there, but let's deal with this first. Uh, one, <laughs> prayer. <laughs> don't underestimate that in all seriousness. Don't. But two, um, being willing to engage uh, in respectful conversation where you don't treat your child as a kid. Uh, but as as an independent thinking adult, uh, inquire and ask questions. Plant seeds. They're not gonna they're not gonna unindoctrinate over time. But you plant the seeds by asking probative questions about why they believe that. Uh, make sure you know the subject well because they're gonna be convinced they know it better than you. Uh, and have those conversations or don't. Uh, just love your kid. Um, lo- love your child. Pray for your child. Let the Lord work in your child. Uh, and and see what happens that way. I personally abhor the idea of e- engaging with someone I love, trying to tell them they're wrong as opposed to just living relationally with them so that they, through living relationally with me, understand I'm not the bad guy. And, and as a result, maybe as they get older, they can realize maybe dad is right. Now, let's let's go to how do you stop this to begin with? Because you said something, Stacy, about how <clears throat> They're going to rebel at some point. They're not going to. They're not going to believe a word you say just out of spite. What What I believe works very well here is you need to surround your kids with your friends who share the same worldview as you, because when your kids stop believing you, uh, they're going to have been surrounded with a bunch of people who share your values, and they will eventually strike up a passive-aggressive conversation about you with one of your friends, say, can you really believe my mom did whatever? And you're going to have a friend that they respect and love who's going to echo your worldview to them. And when they're getting it from the people they're surrounded with when they stop listening to you, uh, but from the people that they will listen to, suddenly it reinforces you. So when they go off to college, um, okay, I can think my mom and dad are idiots, but are all of these other people in my life who I've grown up with idiots as well? Or maybe it is the college professor. Um, it, it, my wife and I, and this, in all honesty, Stacey, this is a little bit confessional here because my wife and I are kind of hermits. Uh, my wife, more than me, particularly after COVID and with her lung cancer and stuff, we just don't have people at the house a lot. And our kids aren't surrounded with a lot of our friends all the time. We're not having people over for dinner. We're not going to people's houses. And it can be kind of isolating. Um, and my, my wife and kids, just given stuff that's happened with us in the few, last few years, it's hard. But we try to, uh, whether it's the school principal or, or um, the assistant principal or their teachers and stuff, my kids are surrounded with people who share our worldview so that when the time comes that they decide my parents are actually blithering idiots, well, but they really, they love their art teacher who shares the same worldview. They love the teacher, um, and and they 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 love their principal, and the principal has the same worldview. They they like our Sunday school class, where our kids are in our Sunday school class. They're not in the youth class; they're in our class, and they they like and respect the people in the class. So when they go off to college, yeah, they're going to be tempted, and they're going to be challenged, and they're going to be pushed, and they're going to be probed. But they're going to be surrounded by a host of people praying for them who have the same worldview as them who. Uh, they're not going to be able to so easily dismiss all these other people as us. 
and starting your kids at an early age, surrounding them with people is, is good. Now, some of you are listening right now and you're saying, well, we did all of that and our kids still turn out liberal. I'm not saying it's a surefire solution. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I know a guy whose son went off to college and is now this rabid, raving communist. And mom and dad still love him. They still love him. And they don't engage on those issues with him, but they affirm in front of him their worldview, and they don't yield to his worldview, and it's it's painful for them right now. They did everything right, and it's painful for them to see their son become who he's become. They still love him. Uh, there's no surefire solution. The world wants your children. Uh, the the what is it? The prowling like a lion. Um, the world wants your kids, and your kid may have to walk through the world for a little bit before coming home to you. There there is no surefire solution on this. It's it's not easy. Uh, no one ever said it would be. Life's not easy, and life's not fair. But you still got to love your kid. I know my wife loves Dr. Laura. I like Dr. Laura. I've had Dr. Laura on the show before. My wife loves Dr. Laura. Dr. Laura is like, you know what? You can write people out of your life. You, if, if people are a burden to you, write them out of your life. And I I kind of disagree with that to a degree. And, and there are points that you have to with some people. But always love your kids and pray for them, even if, even if you can't stand what they stand for right now. They're still your blood. It can be hard. And the other thing is, is like your siblings, like like your brothers and sisters. You don't have you. You've got your own kids. That's your family. Your brothers and sisters aren't. Now, I happen to get along great with my sisters. We don't spend enough time together. Um, it, it, at some point, I would love for the three of us to pool our money, um, and and get like a shared beach house where we can all go hang out together, or do something like that. That would be a lot of fun. Um, and, and just, I, I, I love my sisters, my nieces, my nephews, they're all fantastic. Uh, and we get along so well, but I know people who have nothing to do with their siblings, nothing. And I think that's fine. Um, but don't abandon your parents and parents don't abandon your kids. Um, you, you may have to keep them at arm's length. Uh, if your kids have problems or your parents have problems, keep them at arm's length, but pray for them always. I do believe in the power of prayer. It's not easy, though, y'all. The world is out. And the world, for, for those of us in our 40s and, and later, the world is, shut up, Philip. I, I can hear you banging away on your keyboard right now to make an old joke. <laughs> but it, the world wants your children. The world's kind of done with you. You're not going to teach an old dog new tricks. But those 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 kids, the world wants them. You, you've got to do what you can to prepare your kids for the world. Now, I, I look, I can ramble on this issue. I don't want to. i got other people waiting. I want to take these other phone calls, 877-973-7425. But just one more point. I have a friend. His name is Eric Reed. He spells his name badly, E-R-I-K. <laughs> I knew you were. I knew you. I should fire you again. <laughs> um, so Eric runs a ministry. It's called Knowing Jesus Ministries. And one of the things they do, and I, I write the check every year for my kids' school, they, they go to schools and they do a, an all-day intensive program with the kids. And essentially it is, okay, kids, you're leaving your cloistered religious environment and you're headed off into the world with a whole lot of people who believe your worldview is wrong and they're going to want to steal you away to their worldview. So how do you live in a world that's hostile to your values without succumbing to the world? 
how do you go to college and have a gay roommate and love your roommate and 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 be friends with your roommate, but also uh, not give up with your faith teaches you about sin? How do you go to a college where your professors tell you God is not real and demand that you investigate and come up with that conclusion and not come up with that conclusion and still be be someone your your professor likes? How do you deal with a world that's hostile to your values without giving up your values? And it, I think it's fantastic. Um, I, I think it's um, I think it's very possible to s- deal with these issues boldly. Um, and knowing Jesus Ministries has helped my kids in their school deal with them a lot. But it, it is absolutely hard. All right, uh, Timmy, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Good. What's going um, on? Uh, I, I guess I I just want to preface this. Like, I love your show and everything. Like, I just love your opinion and all of that. I guess I just wanted to know... Why is there still not any sympathy, I guess, for innocent people being attacked in Palestine? Because I will agree 100% Hamas evil needs to be wiped out. But like Justin Amash, his family was killed in a bombing by Israel. Mm-hmm. Three Palestinian Christians were killed. They had nothing to do with it. Right. Oh, yeah. Listen, you got to be sympathetic for them. Their, 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 their territory is governed by a terrorist regime. Uh, And the problem is that uh, war is hell. And innocents often get killed in war. And Hamas has made the situation even worse because Hamas uses the innocents as their human shields. And so we must ask ourselves tough questions. And those tough questions include May Israel destroy Hamas if innocent people get killed in the process? I think the answer is yes. Did you know that Israel is using Israeli soldiers as human shields to prepare and clear a path for innocent Palestinians to flee Hamas? Hamas has been gunning down Palestinians trying to flee northern Gaza. Israel sent its own soldiers in to take the bullets. So that those people could did you, have you even heard that on the in the TV? It's true. I'm not making it up. But is your nightly newscast covering that? Because Israel's doing it. They absolutely are. They're doing everything they can to alleviate the burden. They're playing by the rules of war. Take the the Indonesian hospital in Gaza. The the uh, Al Jazeera ran video footage from inside that hospital. You know who's there? Hamas. Israel said Hamas had that hospital built on top of one of their weapons depots and one of their leadership headquarters, and they did. Hamas denied it, Indonesia denied it, and then the idiots at Al Jazeera, well, God bless them, they went in with video cameras, and who was in there? It was the Hamas leadership was in the hospital. Can Israel not take out that hospital because of weapons and and, and the war, because there might be innocent people? They, they absolutely, under the rules of war, have the right to do it. The, the people who believe that Israel can't accidentally kill civilians because the civilians are being used as human shields are wrong. Hello, Dresden. A lot of innocent Germans died because we firebombed and carpet bombed Dresden because the Nazis were building their weapons in people's homes thinking we wouldn't kill them. We wiped them all out, necessarily. Innocent people die in war all the time. The poor Palestinians 
are poor Palestinians, and we should feel sorry for them, and we should pray for them, but Israel has the right to exterminate Hamas, and if Hamas is using them as innocent people as shields, that's on Hamas, that's not on Israel. Hamas killed 1,400 innocent Israelis. Israel is going to wipe Hamas off the map, and if the only thing standing between Hamas and Israel is an innocent Palestinian child who Hamas is using as a terror, as a shield, well, that child might die, and that's not on Israel. That's on Hamas because Hamas is evil and using the people in that way. And it's awful and it's terrible and I wish it weren't so. And the Israeli soldiers are literally dying trying to help these innocent Palestinians escape. But Hamas is going to be wiped off the planet. And if innocent people die, well, 1,400 innocent Israelis died too. And by the way, don't believe the numbers from Hamas. It's all propaganda. Yes, people will die. Innocent people will die. But Hamas will die too. And that's important. Now, let's move on to something else. Your life. You've got a computer or you need a computer. You're not happy with your current computer. Talk to Vision Computers. See if they can begin to be IT for your computer that you have. They'll For a slow annual fee, they'll take over your computer, even if you didn't buy it from Vision. You went to the big box store. Their tech support sucks. Vision's does not suck. It's world class. They will help you. If you need a new computer, a desktop or a laptop, and it's a PC, Vision can build it for you, and then they'll be your tech support. You can call them. You'll get a special number. We've got the number at my house because we have a computer from Vision Computers. You can too. And in less than 15 seconds, they'll answer the phone and they'll give you the answer to your question. You don't know how to do something, they'll tell you. Something's wrong, they'll fix it. They can remote in, they can take care of it. You need printer support, they'll take care of you. Email support, they'll take care of you. It's what Vision Computers does. It's what they're known for. Go to visioncomputers.com or call them at 404-COMPUTE. If you call Vision Computers, any one of you in the United States calls 404-COMPUTE and you mention my name, they'll give you an even better deal. You won't even see it at visioncomputers.com. So call them at 404-COMPUTE. Let them build your computer. Let them service your computer for your home or your whole office. Happy birthday to the United States Marines. God bless them. The phone number, 877-973-7425. It's an open line Friday. Claudia, welcome to the program. Claudia? Hi, Eric. Hi there. Yes. Can you hear me? Sure. Okay. Thank you. Um, first, I want to thank you for the holiday cookbook. Um, it's it's really nice. And um, I was caught by that candied yams with bourbon. Um, although I'm going to get brave and try your gravy. But what I'm really calling about was when I see the protests, the students at the university, the anti-Israeli, um, you know, it's, it's upsetting, of course, on so many levels, but also they do, I guess, have the right to protest somewhat. But I really fall back to, I think of the Biden administration and how they wanted to pay off the student loans of the students. And I think these are some of the students that we might have paid the loans mm-hmm. for. Why don't people point that out of just what a bad decision? Yes, I, I'm so was. glad. I'm, I'm so glad you point that out uh, because we are. We, we subsidized a bunch of terrorist sympathizers. Um, I'm sure Jewish Americans love the fact that their money's gone to bail out a bunch of uh, pro Hamas uh, college kids. It, it's awful, um, and and I'm glad the Supreme Court shut down most of it. But he keeps trying, and we should keep complaining. Now, I want to. I want to go back to something else you said, Claudia. You don't have to be brave on that that gravy recipe. 
It's actually really easy. And here's the only thing I'll tell you about it so that you don't have lumps is you you forget everything else. It's science. You melt butter and you put flour in the butter and you let it cook for like three minutes. The flour soaks up the butter so that the flour can't get lumpy when you then add the stock. And the flour will then thicken the stock and you got gravy. That That's, that's the science behind it is you let the flour sit for three minutes, stir it in the butter. It soaks up the butter so it can't clump up when you then add the water, in this case, the chicken stock or the turkey stock, and then you have great gravy. Now, I, speaking of great gravies, i got to let you go there, um, but it's science, folks. It's just the flour absorbs the oil from the butter so it can't stick together, so then you add the other liquid and it doesn't clump up. The flour then thickens that liquid and you have thick gravy. It's perfect. Now, if you're really intimidated by everything, just go to omahasteaks.com because they can take care of your your Thanksgiving Day feast. In fact, let me do this again because I did this the other day. Uh, you go to omahasteaks.com. At checkout, you'll see a promo code box, and you put in ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, you get an extra $30 off. Right now, it's their semi-annual sale, site-wide, 50% off everything, and then you get an extra $30 off by putting ERIC in as your promo code, minimum order required. But if you click their Thanksgiving sub-tab, you can do a custom Thanksgiving feast. So, like, I'm going to do the build your Thanksgiving feast. You get to pick a 10-pound whole basted turkey or a fully cooked prime rib roast. And then you get to pick potatoes. Do you want the smashed red potatoes or the family-sized whipped sweet potatoes? Then you get to pick the side, cream corn or green beans. Then another side, do you want green bean casserole or Brussels sprouts? Then a dessert, pumpkin pie or caramel apple tartlets. Then you get bread. You get it all. Omaha Steaks can take care of your Thanksgiving for four, six, eight people, whatever you need. Go to omahasteaks.com. At checkout, use promo code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K. You're going to get an extra $30 off your already unbelievable order at omahasteaks.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.